Welcome to Launch Your Wealth. Jonah Lemons here, your podcast host, real estate entrepreneur, and a mom of six talented kids. Thank you so much for tuning in once again. We are making it across the globe. So thank you for all of your support and, of course, to my special featured guests. I am so excited to close out this 2020 year and welcome the new upcoming year of 2021, especially as we have faced so many challenges with our jobs, career shifts, challenges in our businesses, from exploring social media, learning about personal branding, and growing into this digital world as professionals in our respective industries. You see, I know that you know times are changing. And of course, as a small business owner, as a real estate professional, a legal entity, a service-based business, we find ourselves launching into social media, launching into LinkedIn. I am on a mission to help launch 100 self-made success stories for 2021. And one way I am approaching this is to bring more of this in my podcast And of course, you will start seeing me more on LinkedIn. My featured guest today and I will share an open conversation on how to go about optimizing LinkedIn. And of course, it's a way to create authentic relationships from networking to building your personal brand. Well, I can tell you right now, grab a pen and paper and take some notes because it is going to be the next level LinkedIn. Right here at Launch Your Wealth, we look forward to bringing you more business growth 2021, new season with new series, and of course, new featured guests, experts, professionals, entrepreneurs. We will get started on this mission right here, right now. Welcome, Janice Porter. I am so glad we finally have come together and reconnected, of course, using LinkedIn and being a part of Linked Vancouver, which which is actually the group that we started years back. And it was actually during the financial crisis as well. So isn't it interesting that we're amidst this COVID and pandemic, and I really felt, um, I guess you can use the word compelled, to really kick something off and launch in this particular way to talk about LinkedIn, talk about the power behind networking and building those authentic relationships. And I couldn't have it any other way, but to have you on this platform because you are a LinkedIn expert. Your your podcast is actually so insightful. I started tuning in three episodes. Um, How do you say it? Time is short. So I just want to get to the heart of it. So welcome, and thank you so much for making the time and for being part of this. So let us know what we need to know about Janice Porter 10 years after. (laughs) Well, it's a pleasure to be here, Jonah. Thank you so much. And it is a delight to be reconnected. Uh, It's been a while, and so much has gone on for both of us. And, uh, And yes, Link Vancouver can be a... Uh, melting pot again in a different way, but for all of us to reconnect. Uh, in the time since we uh, first met, I, uh, I've kind of expanded my business and used an overall um, umbrella arch of relationship marketing as the, the business, um, the type of business that I run. And what that is basically is I'm a LinkedIn trainer and I teach people how to use LinkedIn to build relationships online and to market themselves now virtually more than anything and to nurture those relationships by taking them offline and and nurture them through a uh, greeting card and gifting system that that keeps you top of mind and um, celebrating the people in your life. I love that. I love that. And, and I know that, you know, you, you have done many different things too, like years back. And what I appreciate is that, you know, what you're teaching is what you reflect even on your own, you know, personal way. So that's what I appreciate. I think, you know, you posted one thing on LinkedIn a, a couple of days ago about authentic uh, relationship building. 
take us through that. And, and I know a lot of people may feel kind of, you know, taken back. There's a lot of things people are going through. Um, sometimes they just want to kind of, you know, not really be out there. And it, it's been a challenge. I've, I've heard stories where people finally went on LinkedIn, but they get spammed, they get harassed in some way. And so that really opened my mind to, you know, how can we nurture you know, the networking aspect. And like you said, taking it outside LinkedIn as well, because there's certain boundaries, right? There's certain temperaments as well that we can kind of, you know, best practices keep in mind. Take us through, through that. I mean, maybe, you know, some examples that the not to do and the to do's that can encourage those who are in linked Vancouver or in LinkedIn right now. Thank you. Um, great question. And, and basically, um, my philosophy is all about building relationships. And so I, I learned from another LinkedIn trainer. Um, I kind of stole his line, but I, I make it my own in a different way. <laughs> and that is that the message or the, the money is in the mailbox. So I kind of say the magic is in the mailbox. And by that, I mean, it all starts, first of all, though, by having a fully optimized LinkedIn profile. So if, you're, if your audience, if your target clients, your, your target ideal clients are on LinkedIn, or you think they might be, then you need to present a professional um, profile that speaks to them that attracts them, that speaks to the problems that you solve for that ideal client or client base. So that's the first thing. Then there's really two other pieces. One is messaging. So it's outreach. How do you reach the right people? How do you um, respond to the people that reach out to you? And then the third thing is content. And I feel that I'm more of the messaging person than the content, per, content person. I do though think that if you're going to be on LinkedIn on a regular basis to be more visible, to show your credibility and your influence, you need to post um, valuable information that people will find useful. So that's, but that is a passive, more of a passive way of building um, your referrals or your, sorry, your business. Okay. So that's, visibility, credibility, leading towards profitability. The, the messaging piece is where, as you mentioned, people are getting spammed and there's things going on like that. It's everywhere. I mean, it's on Facebook, it's on Instagram, it's everywhere. You have to be, um, what's the word? Um, Pre-qualify. Yeah, that's not the word I was looking for, but that's exactly what it is. You have to be able to think to see and read through the lines, read between the lines and pre-qualify and go with your gut. If something doesn't feel right, right, don't accept, okay? But um, the thing that I like to teach my clients is that if you're doing outreach, that you know how to do a valuable search so that you're actually looking for the kind of people you want, whether that's a vertical market, whether it's a location, whether it's um, just an industry, uh, in general. And so, or maybe through groups like Link in like Link Vancouver, right? So you know that there's people in Vancouver that generally are there, and maybe that's where you want to start. So when you reach out to people to connect with them, don't try and number one, um, throw up all over them in the in the initial message. You do want to when you reach out in that initial um, asking them to connect message always, always, always personalize it, but don't give away the store. Make it just that you're asking them, would they be open to connecting? Because if you ask, people are more likely to accept than just say, you know, let's connect or we need to connect here. Well, who are you to say that to me, right? So ask. And then once somebody accepts your connection request, that's when you start the conversation. Thank you so much for accepting my connection request. I noticed on your profile that blah, 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 or I see that you're really into, um, you know, whatever it is, or that you, that you um, are a, um, a member of such and such a group. I am also, or what can you tell me about that? Always ask a question because when you ask a question, a conversation can come from it. So it's about, um, starting a relationship by building rapport, by showing that you paid attention to what's on their profile, 
and are interested, and I mean truly interested, in what they are about and what they have to say before you do anything else, because it's not about you, it's what's in it for them. And you've heard that before, WIIFM. I was gonna say, I definitely, you know when, you know that saying when a kid goes into a candy store, they get all excited. So they're like, I want this, want this, want this. So I made, the, everything you said here is 100%. And I am actually, not, not in, a, in a negative way, I made a lot of mistakes even before when I tried to, because I'm such an open learner. So naturally, you know what I mean, right? Like yeah, you're so open and, and you just want to learn about people, but sometimes that can look creepy, <laughs> right? Yeah, that can look can. like, is this person like, a, you know, a bot, a VA or a spam? So I learned like quickly, this was like seven months in the making. I was like a kid coming back to LinkedIn Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, it's time to kind of take, because I was on Facebook, I was on Instagram, I was doing other platforms. LinkedIn for me was like, okay, what do I really need to, to do and offer something, right? At that time, I wasn't ready for that. So when I actually went back, it was like a kid in a candy store. So I started messaging people. I was like, oh my gosh, I saw your post. It was really cool. I'd love to connect with you. Would you, you know, like you kind of just went on. And I learned that, okay, that did not sound right. <laughs> Well, if I can just back up for one second to that very first message when you say, you know, I saw this or that, and you're going on, um, the majority of people um, do not even read those messages, and that's wrong, but and a mistake that they don't, but the majority of people just hit connect. So everything you've said, they didn't even see. So now that's why I say the thank you message is the time to start that conversation and say those things, because then they're, then they're actually in their message um uh string and, and so well, the other side which is one of my conversations earlier was they want to connect with you and they happen to have your email and phone number and now the etiquette part comes in because they're trying to get in touch with you and now take it outside the typing of message and they call you and then it turns into sort of a forced scenario because if not they keep messaging you now am i saying that's the only time that will ever happen because you gave out your number. No, like you said, it happens everywhere. Spamming, all of these, you know, emails. And then you, you mentioned, that sometimes they don't even look at that, like whatever you said on there. So they just click connect. So what I learned over the past, you know, five, six months is I do read everything that's being said. And what I found working for me, and maybe it'll work for many, is really the engagement. Because you touched on content right? It's, it's a passive way. So it's, you're not so much of a content. See, I can relate. I'm more of an engagement. Mm -hmm. I love conversations mm -hmm. because I think that's when you learn from others. And then now you can position yourself and say, well, what can I do for that person? Is exactly. there something we can do? So that's also a great differentiator because when you start a conversation and you notice that the other person is not interested at all. They just want to send you their stuff. They want to say, here's what I'm teaching. Here's my course. Here's this. Do right. sign up for that. Put you on their mailing list when you didn't ask for it. All of those things. So, um, so you get to differentiate and pre-qualify by those conversations. You know, um, It's interesting, though. Um, the goal for me is always to take it offline to a Zoom call or a phone call to have that, that more personalized um, conversation and see how I can be of service for sure. Um, but again, it's, it's a sifting and sorting, right? It's a yeah, sifting it and sorting. You know, is yeah. there a fit? Um, do we think alike? Are we both about building relationships or not? So that, that's the way I look at it. I've met some really interesting people um, just start in on LinkedIn conversation. I've done business with people that way. And I just, you know, keep um, reaching out and responding. Now, here's the other side to it. So if people reach out to you, again, you need to be discerning by making sure before you accept that you look at their profile, that you see if it makes sense, if there's, you know, is there anything you could talk to that person about, right? Because um, again, if they're using a third party tool or somebody's doing their outreach for them, they're not being that discerning. They're just doing the numbers, right? It's not as, as authentic as you, you claim. No, exactly. And, um, 
Yeah, so I don't know. This morning I had an interesting thing happen. I got an email from somebody who was working, who was a podcast booker, I guess it would be, oh, asking yes. me if I'd be interested in putting this person on my podcast because they thought it was a fit. So that's her job. She reaches out to people. She sent an email. I actually received it. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I thought this woman was a good fit. So I went to her uh, LinkedIn profile and I had a look. I reached out to connect with her, mentioned that this was this had just happened. She responded right away. And now we're going to talk because it was a perfect fit. And I wanted to make sure that I talked to her before I book her for my podcast, just to double check. But she's all about building relationships and she's written a book and she has a big audience. So I like that. Right. So, right. but it was, it was quick and easy. Once I went to her profile to check out what she's about, um, I wanted to directly connect with her. I was surprised. Now it may not, not have been her that responded, but she did book a time with me. So I guess it was, I don't know. Um, she's in uh, New York or somewhere, Rhode Island. I think she is. Yeah. Which is, which is also like partly tough because we're in COVID with the whole time zones as well. So even wow. coordinating and networking with, you know, different people, I think it could pose a, a little bit of that challenge. Well, I, I challenge. That. Yeah, it's a challenge, but I mean, I've been doing networking online for years now. It isn't just since COVID. So I'm used to it. Uh, you just have to say, this is my time zone. This is yours. I will find a time that, you know, that works and, and you make it work. I've even had a lot of contacts with people in the United Kingdom through a virtual networking group that I belong to. So, um, you know, it, if you're in a business that can easily be more global, it's fine. For those of us, those people, perhaps in the Linked Vancouver group, for example, who are more, um, local and you know and need to be more local then they just need to focus their outreach to people in Vancouver and you know by using the search filters they can find that easily as long as they're connected to that person um so or sorry no that that's something different um right so what know. you're saying is going on LinkedIn my, my understanding on being more local is really creating a niche and presenting yourself with that purpose of really networking. Is it for a career development? Is it an educational purpose? Is it really to transact on potential business? So I think it's creating that niche, but now because Vancouver is such a global name now, right? Mm -hmm. We're like a main hub. Yeah. We were, we were noted as like, num like number one or number two um, best airports in the world. I know. So we're, oh, right? and I love our airport. Right? Just as an aside, yeah. I love our airport. Right? So it's like, it's, it's become sort of a mainstream name now. I've met many people that I would never have thought knew Vancouver, you know, and they're coming from different countries. And I'm like, wow, like, so take, you know, taking that conversation now to Vancouver mm -hmm. and helping those who are wanting to create their niche, develop something that's more local. I also, on the side note, I also believe that because Vancouver now is very global, I think we should limit ourselves, especially if your business isn't something that's going to just keep you local. I think get out there and expand that communication, whether it's through linked Vancouver or LinkedIn, which is, you know, finding your first or second connections and really warm that up, build that rapport. So my question to you, since, you know, you have so much experience in this, what can we advise and advise meaning just from the experience that we've seen results in, uh, and the disclaimer is this may not work for everybody. You know, what we're, what we're sharing here is what's worked from what we've seen over the years that everything has evolved. Like you said, co it's not just COVID. Like you have been doing this for many, many years and you're amazing at it, you know? And to me, it's like, what can we advise members and, and people that are, are wanting to, to kind of branch out, but know what that niche is, you know, do they just focus on one thing that they do for work, for business, or should they talk more about sort of who they are, like the personal rapport? When you say that, do you mean in their uh, profile or in their messaging? Their profile, messaging, and what they're currently doing. So say, let's use a, a, an actual example. I am, say, in technology, but at the same time, I do enjoy 
networking because I decided to do um, another business on the side that's completely not related to technology or my career in technology. Say I got into real estate mm -hmm. and real estate for me is more like, Hey, I want to be a passive investor, but I would love to network. Mm -hmm. So now are you going to go in there and say, Hey, Joe, I'd love to connect with you. I'm in technology. You know, I work for MasterCard. Uh, you know, we mm -hmm. have a remote team and, and that's what I do as a full-time career. Uh, but, you know, I started diving into real estate and I'm looking for people that are, you know, doing the same, et cetera, et cetera. Do, do you want to mix it up or do you want to just focus on one when you're just initializing it? Okay, good question. So I work with many people who say to me, I don't know how to meld both things that I do into my profile. And so the first question, though, is are you in a job job? And if you're in a job job, would, would your employer have a problem with anything else being on there. So you have to be careful. If it's a question of um, you have a day job, but it's your own business and you have other side gigs as well, then it's easier to meld them, okay, in your profile. However, there's different places that you can put things that work for different, for those two different reasons. So the thing that I like people to understand though is in their about section, which used to be called the summary, and that's now the about session. That's about you. So that's a really good place to bring out your personality, personality to bring out your passions and to bring out your- um, your Achievements. Sorry? Achievements. No, not your achievements, but your, because um, there's other places for that, but uh -huh. to bring out your interests and uh -huh. the things that you, um, um, that bring you joy, right? right. And well, you're so different in. things that you can uh, weave into that conversation, which is in first person and is about you. Okay. If you're in, um, I just did one for somebody yesterday. She has her, her business is really, um, working with small business owners, um, mostly on accounting, but in systems in their, in their business, but she's also a relationship marketer. She likes to show people, um, this follow-up system that works for many people. So we, wo we wove that into, or weave that into, whatever the word is, um, into her profile in, in many ways, in different ways, in keywords, in her about section. We made it one of the things that, that um, people could identify with. So there's different ways to do it. Um, and certainly it's, it's all possible, right? Um, Sometimes it's the littlest, the smallest thing that is on someone's profile that becomes the rapport building piece. Yes. Right? Like, uh, for example, um, I remember very clearly a young man that um, I met through, uh, he was taking piano lessons at the same place my daughter took piano lessons. And then he went on to become an accountant, a CPA. And um, he asked his piano teacher, would it make sense to put his um, his achievements in piano? He went to the top level ARTC in Canada, that is. Uh, so the Toronto Conservatory, he passed every exam. He was an expert pianist. And she said, of course, absolutely. So what happened was he went for a job interview in a big, like Ernst & Young or one of those big CPA firms. And the person interviewing him saw that on his resume. And nowadays it's also on, you know, you put these things on your LinkedIn profile. So that's the example I'm giving because what this person said to him was, I see that you did blah, blah, blah with your piano. What that said was that he could stick to it. He finished something he started. He had that ability to go the distance and that's what they were looking for. So that was the piece that got him the job. That's amazing. Like yeah, but it, so not, you never know, right? If those little things that don't really connect, they do. They you know, do. another person I know, um, I just interviewed on my podcast, and I saw on his LinkedIn profile something about him playing basketball professionally years ago. Well, I'm a big basketball fan. There's basketball in my family. That was our starting point of conversation. So, right? You never know what it's going to be that will be the the catalyst to building a relationship. That's the right word. Yes. Yeah. It will propel that conversation. Then you're building this sort of personalized rapport 
And then you can become strategic as far as networking as you go further in your discussions and your, your conversation. And then being able to take it out of whether it's, you know, a LinkedIn profile or just even a right. discussion forum, for example. Right. I have had that experience uh, very similarly. So I, I yeah, 100%, 100%. I think it's so important for, you know, a lot of our, you know, fellow uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, especially right now. Because I know it's it's such a big impact, you know. Now but I can't even I can't even give the exact number, but five million plus yeah. of small business owners are transitioning. So yeah. just imagine what this platform can do. So, hopefully so here's an idea. Um, something you asked and I didn't really answer, sure, but yes, here's an can. idea. So how can we take it today? So let's take what are there? How many people are in the linked Vancouver? Oh my gosh, almost. You know, I have nine thousand. I, it's uh, almost 9,500. Right. Okay. I have 200 pending and, and requests to join. Okay. So let's empower um, them. Okay. So if I take the time and go through and look at the people in the group, the, the Link Vancouver group, and I start to go through those names and look at who am I first level connected to, number one. Who am I second level connected to? But by the way, if I'm not connected to you and you're part of Link Vancouver, because we're part of the same group, I can send you a message. Okay, yes. so that's a bonus. Now, what I would suggest is that people start to connect or reconnect through yes. the group and see where people are at. Say I'm, you know, I'm, I've, I've got a project. I'm reaching out to reconnect. How are things going for you in this crazy time? You know, what can I do to support you? Or, you know, are you looking to connect with blah blah blah? Whatever. Start starting point is that you're po you're all in the same group. Now it's the same with your own individual uh, connection list. Okay. How many of those people do you actually talk to? Do you actually know? Have you talked to in a long time? Yes. <laughs> do you know that you can export your connection, first level connections from LinkedIn? You can, okay? You can have LinkedIn export the list on a CSV file. You can start going through each one of them and send them personal messages. This is how you build relationship with people. Yes. 100%. It all starts with a message. Some will, some won't, right? Those who do, then you, you take it further. And by the way, there's a new thing in LinkedIn. It's fairly new. It's a few months old. Here's another thing to try in doing that. There is a thing called video messaging. You can only do it from your phone. You can't do it from your desktop or laptop, but it will show up there in the messaging. You can video message somebody to reintroduce yourself. That's crazy good. I know, it's, it's really wow. fun. I did that with somebody I hadn't talked to for a while and I knew he would like that whole concept. The minute I video messaged him, he got back to me and said, how did you do that? Right. You know, there's another app that does that. It's at the tip of my tongue, but, uh, you know, we, we can talk about that. Um, a lot of the marketers actually use that when they're running their masterminds and mentorship programs. Like, you mean oh, like, um, um, gosh, it's in the tip of mom, my tongue. Mom or something? Yeah, like you, you have direct, like you, you don't even need to use your cell phone. It's a number you dial into. Yeah, but remember, this is LinkedIn. They're on yeah. LinkedIn already, so do it from LinkedIn. Do it from LinkedIn, yeah. yes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying, like, those applications do exist. Absolutely. To create efficiencies, right, on reconnecting, yeah. connecting, and communication. So yeah. that's, that's, a, that's a crazy good feature. I'm glad you pointed that out. Let's talk about some psychology, you know, kind of etiquette. Because I know LinkedIn, the temperament, you know, we, we don't know how somebody's temperament is yet until we start engaging, we talk to them and take it outside. What's your take on that? You know, there's pettiness, there's people that maybe they, you know, put this face on that they're interested to connect, but suddenly they ghost you. I see posts that are so insightful and I'm like, you know what, I've never thought about that. So what, how would we maneuver around that? You know, if somebody's ghosting you, you um, met somebody, but it wasn't really what you thought it was, um, little petty things, understanding people's temperament when they do network with you. Have you had any experiences that you can share with us so we can keep it in the back of our minds? I mean, I'm literally taking notes after this. <laughs> well, I'm going to be changing my profile. <laughs> honor of this. <laughs> well, I'm happy to help. Um, I think that 
uh, we need to focus on the positive, but we need to have our little spidey senses up. So when we reach out to people or when they reach out to us, um, we have to kind of, there's ways, I guess, to test whether they're being authentic or not and whether they're interested or not. Um, I, I, I go back again to that, what's in it for them. So right. always, you know how when you, the old days when we used to go to networking events <laughs> and you'd stand and talk to somebody for about 10 minutes and you, or at least for me, I would personally get them talking about themselves and right. what they do and whatever. And then I would, you know, graciously move on to the next networking person. But when I, when I get a message from that person and they say, it was so enjoyable talking to you. What a great conversation. It was nice to get to know you. They got to know me in nothing, zero, because I let them do all the talking. Right. 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 And so they didn't really know that because they love to talk. People love to talk about themselves. It's the same online. However, remember LinkedIn is a professional network. It's a business platform. And because of that, it is, I think, easier to get to the heart of business faster than on Facebook or Instagram. Um, you just I can have to agree. I can agree. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ice breaking part is already done for you, right? In a way it is. Yeah, but I find that, that if somebody ghosts me, I don't have time for them. I'm moving on, right? Right. But what, one of the things that I, that I like to test when I'm meeting new people is, and again, I use my gut instinct. Quite often, I will say to somebody, um, thanks for reaching out to connect. Um, I noticed that you are very involved in blah, blah, blah from your, from your, um, profile, uh, I, I make it a point to uh, make my new connections real by taking it offline to a phone call or a Zoom call. Would you be open to that? So I do it quite early on in the conversation because I feel that I can. However, sometimes it takes two, you know, like um, sometimes it takes two or three conversations by message on LinkedIn before I will do that or whether I'll do it at all, right? Based on how I'm feeling about it. Um, or I might ask them a question that's directly related to my business to get me an idea, give me an idea. Um, and of course, with LinkedIn training being a big part of my business, sometimes I'll even give them a little hint or tip about their LinkedIn profile, you know, that they appreciate. I'll ask them first, would you be open to me suggesting something about your profile? And that also makes me um, cl uh, clues me in as to whether they've noticed that that's what I do. Because sometimes I'll get messages from um, people that say, I see you're a coach and consultant. Well, I'm a LinkedIn trainer and I would blah, 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 because they're not paying attention or a third party tool is doing it. I'm gone. Uh, good. You, know, you can yeah. tell if they didn't read your profile. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, or they say they did. Yeah. So you try to, to give them a second chance. Yeah. And that, that was from my experience. I've had a couple of these where you kind of just give people a chance. Wh where's your boundary and take on um, kind of the etiquette uh, aspect of it where, you know, someone is, is just pitching, you know, about their, you know, kind of like the idea of let's not prejudge. And, well, and sometimes I, though, sometimes I will say something like, uh, you know, here's a, a, a motto to think about, you know, you can't, don't get married, you can't get married on the first date. Most mm -hmm. people don't. I mean, the odd person has, but, um, you know, but Are you, really, sure about married? <laughs> you know, you, you just have to say, you know, you have to date me first before, you know. So the courting, the courting. Uh, yeah, it's okay. the, the wooing, right? The it's, wooing. it's, yeah, it's. Is that, totally, is that even real in this platform? somehow? Do you think? Well, it is. It is in the sense that there's the decorum of giving somebody an opportunity to say, you know, I'm interested or I'm not interested in moving this forward, you know, because for example, um, and this, uh, I was introduced to this woman by referral actually. Um, and this person thought I might be, uh, she might be a good guest for my podcast. 
my podcast, by the way, is called Relationships Rule. So you kind of know what, what I'm about. It's on point. <laughs> yeah. And she, point. this woman was really smart and a really good businesswoman, but she wasn't my people. Um, you know, I could tell that it, it was more, she was more of a numbers person, more of a, um, you know, analytical. a systems person yeah. as opposed to a people person. And so it would have been difficult for me to interview her. So what I did when I had a conversation with her was say, you know, I'm not sure you're a good fit for my podcast, but I'd love to introduce you to so-and-so. I think you might be a good fit for them. So I tried to bring something to the table. It's the same on LinkedIn when you're having messaging with somebody, you know, um, you, I, oh, I just, uh, somebody just flashed in my mind who reached out to me and wanted LinkedIn training mm. for a group of people. Please call me. He said, I called him. We had a conversation and he was take, take, take. And then he never, then he ghosted me. Right. So the reciprocation like ending. Yeah right there there was not even a reciprocation no so so you, what you're saying is it's etiquette wise and it is wise to give back you know as you are, are receiving give a value give something of value to people so they can see you're authentic but you also have to see that as well so is being authentic does it start from the inner like how we present ourselves and then giving value is saying hey we may align or not but i'd love to to know what you can uh, you know, a use from me if, if I could. So, so for me, it's about coming from the heart. Mm. You can tell if people aren't coming from their heart. So feeling know? that, that genuine, yeah, the intuitiveness of, of the communication, right. Asking those questions and yep. really wanting to get to know each other. I see. Okay. Because I think most of us, and, and I, I'm saying me and that most of us, because yep. we're thinking to be authentic is like, you know, get to know me, get to know you. But what you're saying too is give that value, even if you feel that is you're not for each other. Mm -hmm. Of course, I mean not everybody's going to click, and it's not always going to be the right fit. Um, I think though that if you have a um, if you have a mindset that networking now networking online. Um, is a good place to find referrals, partners, to find prospects for your business, then, and you go about it in the right way, it's really good. It's a really um, great way to um, build your business because, uh, you know, you've heard this time and time again, we do business with people we know, like, and trust, right? Um, so you have to people have to feel that trust in you before they'll do business with you. So if you give, if you show, you know, give value and you show that, that way they can trust you, then it moves things forward and you can be fast or slow, right? It's up to you. So depends too on the, the, the price point of the, um, the deal, right? I mean, some take longer to initiate and to come to fruition. So it's the same um, on LinkedIn conversations. Right. It's all about growth. Yeah. It's, it's growing with each other yeah. and, and really just, you know, finding those spots to, to you know, one of my friends um, that I interviewed on my podcast said to me, good people know good people. And it's so true. So true. Yeah. 100, 1,000%. Yeah. Yeah. Like where your alignment is and the environment I was going to say, you know, with Linked Vancouver, looking back in 2008, what, a, what an empowering moment to remember because when we were inspired to even start the group in LinkedIn, like you said, LinkedIn was like, you know, you're going there to, to build professional and business relationships. But, you know, right, LinkedIn spelled it out, right? LinkedIn spelled it out. And then they had all of those benefits where you can create your subgroups, your private groups. And like you're saying, you know, aligning with the people that maybe could use what you have to offer. And at the same time, be able to collaborate and, and form this amazing group. And looking back with Linked Vancouver, now that we're, you know, 9,500 people without effort, this is with no marketing, no advertising, no sponsorships, nothing like that. This was organic growth. And that's us considering that we're not posting every day. We're not spamming people in that sense. And you know what I'm saying from, from a marketing perspective online, 
we could have done that. We could have created those funnels and, and had everybody in this, in this email list, as I call it. But looking back now, the inspiration behind that was, you know, as co-founders, Todd and I, we're, we're, we're married, of course, and we do a lot of business together. Um, and it started 15 years plus ago. When he came from the U.S., you would think networking was going to be easy. You know, he's in a new city. Mm-hmm. Growth wasn't the way you see it now in Vancouver. That was the challenge that really motivated that. Mm-hmm. And so when looking at it now, fast forward 2020, and now we're in this crazy time where I feel like we have no choice but network, right? To kind of just get some sanity going, being, you know, in your home office or just, yeah. you know, feeling like you're transitioning and you need people around you that's going to kind of align with you and feel encouraged somehow. So now looking at that and I'm going, wow, like how do we tell 9,500 members it's okay, start the communication, engage, network with each other. Like you said, you may already be connected and now you have this group. What more, you know, what more can you do actually, right? So, well, I I will say this though, that in 2020, groups are different on LinkedIn now. They're not as easy to find. And most of the work is on the profile and uh, in the mailbox, okay? So it is gonna be important that you reach out to those group members to say, hey, don't forget, we're still here and here's how you find us in the group, right? Because um, it just, LinkedIn has kind of downplayed groups yes. for the last few years. So um, they have changed, like you said, they're private now, you can't do some of the things that you could do before. But what you can do is start to um, uh, reach out within the group to people individually and look at, are they still doing what they did before? Is their profile up to date? Are they um, uh, in a different market? Um, there's different, one thing that is working now, it's a bit annoying, but it does work, is for group members maybe to start a group chat. Yes. And those chats are what people are seeing on a more regular basis. Or at least try to tag some people, right? Yeah. So if you've spoken to a few, tag them and share a, you know, an insight or information yes. and kind of get the engagement going. Exactly. I find that very helpful. So I'm so glad that you're, you know, you're, you're able to share all of this because, you know, for Link Vancouver, it's very close to our hearts. Um, reason being is it was motivated by a challenge, right. you know, migrating from another country to, to a new country, even though it's just North America, that just shows you the impact of that. You know, people that are coming from different cities and countries and they don't know how to navigate in Vancouver or mm-hmm. Vancouver folks who want to actually expand their reach, right. right? So how can we open that up? And that's really the goal now going into 2021 in the next few years ahead of us, because yeah. it's changed. Like you're saying, you know, LinkedIn has changed. And so we have to kind of, you know, uh, be adaptable to the change and still kind of, you know, grow from that, not let it you know, kind of take you back. And, and, and I really believe this is coming in the right time, like instinctively, and then being able to have your expertise on here, sharing, you know, these insights, I think it's so key. It's so important. And, you know, you know, in conclusion, I I just want to kind of, you know, go into this topic where, you know, going back to you, you know, you're doing send out cards, you're talking about mailbox, you're talking about being able to take it outside LinkedIn. How powerful is that? I mean, it is, right? Like it's to underestimate that we are crazy. So let me, before you, you share your take on this, I came across a post and it was an amazing, I was not connected to this person. I was reading it and he was talking about uh, being an attorney and having like, you know, his, his client list was on a wait list. So I was like, okay, I'm curious to hear this. So as I read further into it, he was like, I decided I didn't need LinkedIn because my books were filled and it was like 12 months worth of business that I needed to do. And then I kept reading and I was like, okay, so he's an attorney. You never lose business like that. And he went towards the end and said, how foolish was I to think that I'm not going to need to network and continue posting and engaging on LinkedIn. Hmm. That to me was like, OMG, Mm -hmm. we underestimate that. Mm-hmm. So now he taught basically towards the end, he said, now he's starting over again because he didn't want to be foolish enough to think that he's going to let 12 months again to make him fall behind that. So that just shows you, right? Like how powerful it is 
to network, to connect, to be authentic, and then be able to take it strategically and say, well, now we're in the building stages. So take us to that point. Well, oh, that I need to see that article. Right? I know. I should have copied it. Yeah. Honestly, it was crazy. Okay. So one of the big mistakes that a lot of us make or have made over the years is to say, you know, uh, I don't need to network right now. I'm too busy. Right. And then as soon as all that business is gone, you've got nothing in your pipeline. So the other thing that happens is people are busy looking for the new prospects. They're always looking for the new clients. They forget about the ones that trusted them that they did business with and they don't nurture them enough. And that's where the send out cards piece comes in. Don't forget about the people that already trusted you and you did business with and they were happy with you. They become your, you've heard this before, your raving fans. They also become your referral network. If you nurtured them, if you love on them, if you appreciate them, send them cards, send them gifts, show them that you appreciate them by just telling them. Um, over a period of time, what happens is they start to send you business. And it's brilliant, you know, because again, good people know good people, right? So you don't have to, and, and again, you've heard it costs more to buy it, to find a new client than it does to bring, you know, uh, have somebody come back into your life again and repeat business, right? So I think that's just so important to not take those things for granted. I just had that happen the other day. I've introduced somebody to um, somebody that they asked me to introduce them to. So I made that connection and you know how politely they will put um, me in the copy when they reach out to that person. And they said, I'm so busy right now. I'll get back to you in a few weeks. And I yes. thought, oh my goodness, don't do that. You know, you must show that sense. Maybe two days grace period, right? Yeah, like, I mean, show that you're them. interested. And yeah, you can be busy. We're all busy. But don't make me feel less than. So it's about making someone feel. And you know. Well, it's about, no. You can't make somebody feel a certain way. I, and exactly. so that maybe was a wrong choice of words. But the sense is that you need to the show impression. appreciation. Right. The gratefulness, the empathy. I can talk about that forever. So you, right. no, no, you, you literally hit on the best part, which is you don't have to, to approach new stuff. You have your past relationships. Build on that. Yes. Right. Build on that. And I think that's what linked Vancouver, LinkedIn, everything that we're both doing yeah. really can represent because why are you trying to do other efforts that's going to cost you time and new, new costs? in time and money where you can just go back and you already have this current resource as I call it. You know it. that 80-20 rule, the Pareto rule, yeah. which you can um, apply to so many things. You probably say that 80% of your um, revenue came from 20% of your right. clients. So go back to those 20%. Make sure that you love on them because they're the ones that are going to bring you, right? And see, I'm taking that advice without even talking to you about this before. And that's really where linked Vancouver is in my mind, which is yeah, exactly. not so much of what I may need. It's a gold need. mine, right? It's yeah. Or, mine. or it's not so much of what I may need right now, but I think no. it's more, what can I do so that one day I can go back and say, now that if I need something, I've given enough, mm -hmm. right? And the trust that's is true. there. Yeah. And that now we're, it's perfect timing and putting people like you in this platform, because there's going to be many more that I'd love to, to, to bring on it and share their insight so and funny. become a go-to mm -hmm. because that's what we're all about, right? Like we need to find the go-to person for this, the go-to person for that in the group, in your network. Right. And so I'm, I'm experiencing that in LinkedIn per se, right? Like I have my go-to people for certain things that maybe I thought of. And so I think it's just really empowering now, especially now that we're all enclosed somehow because yeah. of this COVID. So with you coming on, I think we have we will have many more conversations. But I'm so glad that you are headway the headway to this Link Vancouver launch that we want to put out and say how important networking is. How important is it to to take it outside? Just remember the best business practices, the etiquette in in you know midst of it, and mm -hmm. 
be able to create a way to say, hey, we have a relationship even years back. Let's reconnect. Let's build on that. And then now you can grow into your next phase of networking because it's finding what you can work on together. So I love it. I love that. And I think with technology as well, and like you said, you know, using send out cards, that is one way to create efficiency. Technology, we have Zoom, we have, you know, our cell phones, like you said, you can use uh, the video messaging. So mm -hmm. all of those things, I think it's really good to keep in mind right now and being able to approach that. So any last words that maybe, you know, um, members and, and viewers can, can, you know, take a look at and maybe, you know, share some, some strategies with them that they might find useful? Basically, um, I have a couple of freebies. One is a 16-point checklist about your LinkedIn profile, and you'll find that on my LinkedIn services page on JanicePorter.com. I also have another free download that is about building relationships, seven steps to building successful relationships. It's a little ebook. That's also on my website, JanicePorter.com. And I encourage people to reach out and say that they saw and heard us on this interview and would like to connect or reconnect on LinkedIn, right? Yes, like definitely. Service. Hashtag link Vancouver, or at least mention us, Launch of Wealth, Jonah Lemons, Janice Porter. We are here for you, and uh, I'm so glad for, for having you here. And uh, again, you know, have a, have a great closing of 2020, and we have many more upcoming for the new year. So thank you so much, Janice. Thanks so much, Jonah. I look forward to it. And there you have it. That was such a great conversation and absolutely learning so much, uncovering and just really getting the validation how important it is to build our communication and our personal brand using LinkedIn. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope it has inspired you as a business professional, as a business owner, and of course, whether you are on the other side of this world, we share one common thing, technology and the online world of social media. If you'd like to connect with me, please visit my website at mantrawealth.com. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn, actively engaging and building new relationships. I would love to invite you to my keynote and VIP networking events live via Zoom. So, Come on in and check it out. Until the next episode, we will welcome you to a new season with many more new series that's coming your way and it's all about Business Growth 2021.